This teaching is brought to you by Christian Family Church International. So Father, we come before you in Jesus' name. Thank you for the honor and the privilege to speak to your people. I make it known that I do not trust nor depend on my limited human abilities. I'm trusting in you, Spirit of God, to preach through me this word. Let the people be changed and transformed. And I give you all the praise and the glory. If you agree with that, shout amen. amen. Praise the Lord. So the title of my message today, and you can follow on the app. Once again, you can go onto the app, find it there, fill in the blanks, and all the scriptures that I'm going to be reading will be on there. But the title of my message is Living Dangerous. I almost said dangerously. Living generously means the following. So I'm going to talk to you about generosity. As I said, it's this time of the year. It's the theme for our month, generosity, to be generous towards other people. And like I say, I just love this time of year. I love Christmas. I love the lights. Do you guys love our decorations in the mall? I mean, those lacquer big bells. You can hang it in a church tower almost, you know. So, uh, and uh, yes, we want to do it just for you guys, and so enjoy it out there, and then obviously, uh, like especially tonight, come out and enjoy the lights, and we can have some cocoa and cookies there afterwards. In order to understand this message of living generously, it means the following, we have to understand and, and we believe that we serve an incredible, generous God. I thought I would get a better amen there. And so the secret to generous living is to recognize that God is awesome and that God is generous. The Bible says in Psalm 105 verse 5, tell everyone you meet what he has done. In Psalm 100 verse 5, it says that for God is sheer beauty, all generous in love, always loyal and ever. In Psalm 145, verse 16, so I'm going to give you a lot of scripture just to lay the foundation without a doubt that God is a generous God. Verse 16 says, generous to a fault, you lavish your favor on all creatures. God is incredible, incredibly generous to everyone. So we can see without a God so far, thus far, that God is incredibly generous. And if we want to serve this God, we have to be, I suppose, generous in Romans 10 it says scripture reassures us no one who trusts God like this heart and soul will ever regret it it's exactly the same no matter what a person's religious background may be the same God for all of us acting the same incredibly generous way to everyone who calls out for help everyone who calls help God gets help Deuteronomy 15 verse 10 and 11 it says don't have a stingy heart. The way you handle matters like this triggers God. Your God's blessing is in everything you do, all your work and ventures. There are always going to be poor and needy people among you. So I command you, always be generous. Open person hands, give to your neighbors in trouble, your poor and hurting neighbors. Now I know that none of us here today have a stingy heart amen none of us here have a stingy heart but i'm sure that you know some people that are stingy amen don't bump the person next to you so open heart generosity is a desire to help others open heart generosity 
Giving of our time, our skills, our knowledge, our abilities, our finances. All of that is part of being generous. It's not just money. It all boils down to this. We are either a plus in people's lives or we are a minus. We either add to them or we take away from them. And I mean, <laughs> we meet so many of these people every day in our lives. People that add to us or to other people and people that subtract or minus from us or other people. I mean, you, you know these people. When they walk into a room, you go, oh. And it's as if they just suck out the air out of the room. And then, and then as, you, as, as they see you across the other side, they, they recognize and they wave at you and you go, oh. And then they, then they make their way to you and, oh. And then you start thinking, oh Lord, there's got to be a prayer. Uh, Lord, just, just take me, take me, take me right now, take me right now. So I don't have to face these people. And they continue to approach you, and you know, this is it. They're going to they're come over. They're going to come over. And then you think, there's a better prayer. Lord, take them. So we see that there are two kinds of people in this world. We know that the good will have bad, and the bad will have good. We understand all of that. But there are two kinds of people, essentially. And people who will lift you, and people who lean on you. There are people that will lift you up, and there are people that will always just lean on you. In 1 Timothy 6, 17, tell those rich in this world's wealth to quit being so full of themselves and so obsessed with money, which is here today and gone tomorrow. Tell them to go after God who piles on all the riches we could ever manage to do good, to be rich and helping others, to be extravagantly generous. And if they do that, they'll build a treasury that will last, gaining life that is truly life. You guys know about this. We've preached about this in this year where we handed out these cards. And you can still pick up these cards uh, at the Connection Center. Where we just want to show somebody the love of Christ by just giving them something extra. So when we tip somebody, we say, I'm going to tip you more than 10%, more than 15%, more than 20%. I just want to give you something extra, something over and above what someone else would do because I want you to show you the love of God. That's how I can get your attention. That's how I can speak to you and speak the word of God into your life. And so that's what we've got to do. Become extravagantly generous. I know there are some of us, and oh, uh, don't even tip. But there are some people that tip over and above. Amen. Because we want to be extravagantly generous, especially in this season. Can I get an amen out there? So let me tell you what living generously means. I'm going to share with you six points on what it means to live generously. So go and tell your neighbor right now, you need this. Tell them, say, you need this. You need to hear these six points. Now I can see a lot of you enjoyed that, right? <laughs> like, you need this. Write it down. The first point is, generous living means, number one, we live on the other side of yes. We live on the other side of yes. People you meet, nothing is too much for them. Everything is just yes. And I've got two examples I want to use. First of all, my grandson, Seth, 
when we, we went to the McDonald's and he gets his little toy and I say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to build this little toy for you. I can do this. And then as I'm busy building it, how many of you figure out this is quite difficult and complicated. And as I'm doing this, he's saying to me, you can do it, grandpa. You can do it. <laughs> he lives on the other side of yes. The Bible says here in Philippians 4 verse 8 and 9, summing it all up, friends, I say to you, you'll do best by filling your minds and meditating on things true and noble, reputable, authentic, compelling, gracious, the best, not the worst, the beautiful, not the ugly, things to praise, not things to, cur to curse, putting to practice what you've learned from me, what you've heard and saw and realized. Do that, and God, who makes everything work together, will work you into his most excellent harmonies. Always seeing the best and wanting to do more and bless others by living beyond the yes. Pastor Greg is a, a person like that. I remember during celebration, we were celebrating our 40th anniversary. And as you know, there was so, you, you, you will know that there are so many things that are going on at the same time, changing within seconds of one another. And I remember walking into the back room at one stage, and I had like 50 things that I had to attend to. Pastor Greg looking at me and saying to me, Pastor Johnny, just ask me and I will help you. Whatever it is, just anything, anything, just tell me and I'll do it for you. And for a moment I thought, Phew, I've got so many things I've got to arrange but I was so grateful that I could just for a moment say, Pastor Greg, can I ask you to do this task? This is a big thing for me because I'm looking for somebody that is willing to go beyond the yes. And that he would do this. And he arranged it for me, sorted it out, resolved a massive problem for me. People that go beyond the yes. If you would sit down with extremely successful people, they will tell you it's not about money but it's about how you think. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. You see, people that are generous or lives generously understands that they live on the other side of yes. Yes, nothing is impossible for them. They can do all things. People that really do well live on the other side of yes, but there are many people that live on the other side of no. They see the problem before they see the potential. They see the difficulty before the opportunity. You can do it, Grandpa. 2 Corinthians 9 verse 8 and 11. God can pour on the blessings in astonishing ways so that, you, so that you're ready for anything and everything. More than just ready to do what needs to be done, as one psalmist put it. His right living, right giving ways never runs out, never wear out. Amen. This most generous God who gives seed to the farmer that becomes bread for your meals is more than extra extravagant with you so that you can be generous in every way, producing with us great praise to God. Living on the other side of yes. Generous living means, number two, we continuously sow seeds. We're continuously sowing seed. How do we do this? I serve the church, my fellow members, to see how I can add value to them. I serve them. I add value. I come alongside them, the people in the church and people on the outside, and I sow seeds, sow seeds. Hopefully every time when I do a good deed, this is a good seed that I'm sowing into the life of other people. 
Many times I expect a harvest. Other times I just want to be generous. I just want to prepare the soil. You see, the soil says this. Bring your seed, not your need. So if we've got certain needs, we need to sow a seed. If I need more generosity, I'm going to sow seeds of generosity. I'm going to sow more and more seeds of generosity. Luke 6.38, you know this well. Give away your life, you'll find life given back. But not merely given back, given back with bonus and blessing. Get, or giving, not getting is the way. Generosity begets generosity. People are more, I believe, occupied with a standard of living instead of the standard of giving. Wealthy people will tell you, you must give back. You can't just take. They're not even Christians. They're not born again. But they understand the principle. You cannot just reap everything. Clean it out. Not even leave anything for them. We see examples in the Bible with Boaz and, and, and Ruth. And Boaz left some grain in the field always for the poor to glean. Never take everything so there's nothing left over for anybody else. Because you see, it's a way of sowing seed back into the lives of other people. Amen? Come on, give God praise if you appreciate that. That's why also farmers, they would keep their land fallow after six years. Work the land for, say, six years. Let it rest. Because I've taken so much out of it. Let me let it rest. Let me allow it to rest. Let me sow seed into it. Let me just put fertilizer into it, nutrients into it. Let just the natural elements fertilize that land. Because the, land, the year after that, I'll sow seed again. And then I'm going to extract it out of the land. It's a principle of sowing seed to prepare for my future. That's being generous. Not just taking. Someone once said, I don't want to give all my money away. Because my goal is to give more. So this person said, you got to realize that when you die, you cannot take your money with you. So my goal is to perhaps give it away. So give it all away, or perhaps someone is going to take it away. <laughs> Do your giving while you're living so you're knowing where it's going. If you die with a bag full of money, then maybe just the tax man is going to get it. At least are you in charge. You can determine where you're going to be generous. Number three, generous living means, number three, we are growing in our faith. This is quite a strange one because being generous, we grow in our faith. Look what it says here in 2 Peter 1, 5 to 9. So don't lose a minute in building on what you've been given, complementing your basic faith. So here we see things that complements my basic, basic faith. And you know this. This is the fruit of the Spirit. With good character, spiritual understanding, alert discipline, passionate patience, reverent wonder, warm friendliness, and generous love. Each dimension fitting into and developing the others. So those things complement your faith. You do all these things which makes you generous, which complements your faith. And then you get the following results. With these qualities active, here are the results of, 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 of that. And growing in your lives, no grass will grow under your feet. No day will pass without its reward as you mature in your experience with our Master Jesus. So we can clearly see here, family, by adding these things to our faith, 
the active rewards will be that whatever we do, we will have a daily reward in whatever we do. Because when you sow these seeds, you will receive a daily reward. I love what the scripture says. So whatever I put my hand to, that thing will prosper. Whether it's words or deeds or action or money. You see, because complementing your faith with these qualities will take us to point number four. Generous living means we attract people to God. 1 Peter 4 verse 7, be generous with the different things God gave you, passing them around so all get in on it. If words, let it be God's words. If help, let it be God's hearty help. That way God's bright presence will be evident in everything through Jesus. And you'll get all the credit as the one mighty in everything, on cause to the end of time. Oh yes. When we live a generous life, we become attractive to the people around us. It's called salt and light. Salt and light, salt makes things better and light makes things brighter. Salt is to taste and light is to see. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Salt, which you taste, will make you hungry for the word of God. Light, which you see, is the light of salvation. Behold, for it is here. So the Lord helps us to become attractive to lost people and those people that we minister. Someone that perhaps does not deserve it or does not even know about it, but all of a sudden you being generous to those people, you are revealing salt and light, being an example of what God is like. In Matthew 5, 14, the Bible says, you're here to be light, bringing out the God colors in the world. God is not a secret to be kept. You're going to go public with this, as public as a city on a hill. Drop down, now that I've put on you there on a hilltop, on a light stand, shine. Keep open house. Be generous with your lives. And by opening up to others, you'll prompt people to open up with God, this generous Father in heaven. Generous living means, number five, we receive more than we ever imagined. My wife is a great giver. She's always buying things for other people. And whenever she's shopping, I'm thinking, yes, today she's revving that card and spending all that money only to discover that 100%, sometimes 90% of the things that she buys is for other people. It, she is extremely generous. Sometimes I'm going to say to her, why don't you get yourself something else? You know, why don't you just buy something for yourself? Because I sort of, then I look at my packages, I just bought for myself. <laughs> Proverbs 11, 24, 25, the world of the generous gets larger and larger. The world of the stingy gets smaller and smaller. The one who blesses others is abundantly blessed. And those who help others are helped so i want you to know family this is not a give to get message we're not now at any moment going to say okay let's pass down the envelopes let's see how generous you are this is not what it's about this is not what it's about it's something that's in your heart because the creator of the universe is living inside of you it's something 
that you do because God is generous. It's something that you want to be and become because of the fruit of the Spirit in your life. Love, joy, peace, patience, goodness, kindness, faithful, gentleness, self-control. Because of that inside of you, you just cannot help yourself. You want to be generous. And the more generous you become, the more God gives you. And the more you give away, the more God gives you and gives you and gives you. And that is the principle of generosity because God can trust you with much. You cannot outgive God. We know that. When you live a generous lifestyle, God will just keep on heaping back to you. It is the great exchange principle in life. That we must always leave something behind. You cannot just take in life. Because the day when you need something, what have you been sowing to reap a harvest? God will make up the difference. Pastor Johnny, I can't, I can't tithe, I can't give. God will make up the difference. I'm so grateful that God just says, give me the 10%. What if he said, give me the 30%, give me 50%, give me 90 and you live off 10. Someone once said they received a letter from an evangelist in town. And the evangelist said, if you, I believe that the Lord has spoken to me, and if you give me a thousand rand, God will give you 10,000 rand. And he said, wow, this is a great deal. Maybe I should do this every day. I mean, I give a thousand, I get 10,000. That means I make 9,000 a day. This is a good deal. But if I were to do that, he says, John Maxwell speaking here, he says, if I were to do that, I would be extremely selfish. I mean, I'm just getting all this money every day. So he wrote back this evangelist and says, Dear evangelist, my name is John. I'm your friend. And I feel extremely selfish by taking all this money. I tell you what, you sow a thousand in me and God will give you ten thousand. <laughs> so it's not that kind of message here today. Number six. Generous living means we live out our God-created identity. We live out our God-created identity. God has created us, according to Acts, for a special task that He's called us to fulfill. And when you're part of this church, you can know God, you can discover purpose, you can find freedom, and you can make a difference. And God has given you your own unique God-given identity. And in that, God is positioning you for great things. But you've got to mimic. You've got to copy the heart of the Father. In Matthew 5 verse 48, the Bible says, In a word, what I'm saying is grow up. Your kingdom subjects. Now live like it. Live out your God-created identity. Live generously and graciously towards others the way God lives towards you. This is the time where we can make decisions that will affect our legacy. It will affect our future. And if it takes a Christmas to stir you, to make a commitment to invest into your legacy or into your future, to have the heart of God, then so be it. 
it gives me great joy always to follow what the Father is doing. I cannot wait to return my tithe, which is just my reasonable service, but, but then to sow seed into the life of other people. I can do better. I can do better. I can do better. Live out your God-created identity. Live generously, graciously towards others the way God lives towards you. What does your legacy look like? This is a time of the year where we recommit and say, Lord, I commit again. I will continue to tithe and give into this ministry. I will not only build the legacy of this ministry, the vision of this ministry, the kingdom of God, but I'm going to build my legacy. Because as I give, you give back to me. Many people go on holidays now this time of the year. Sometimes forget the things of God. Remember, as you go, settle your affairs with the Lord. Make sure that as you travel, that God can encamp around you. Be part of the legacy of what we are doing here at Christian Family Church. Be part of the legacy of what the Lord is doing through your lives. Be part of the legacy so that your children can follow and copy what you're doing. And say, my, fa my father, my mother, they've been tithers, they've been givers, they've been generous people. And I've seen how God has poured it out in their life. I want to follow that example. Leave a legacy that never again poverty will be in your family. Leave a legacy. Be a river, not a reservoir. Don't hold back thinking that you won't have enough. Because God has got the equal measure. Man, in actual fact, I think He's got a better measure. You might be measuring with a, with, a, with, a, with, a, with a spade, but He's got a dump truck and He's just dumping it back onto you. You cannot outgive God. This is your time. To live generously means to live out your God-given identity. So this morning, won't you stand to your feet? Let's make a declaration to God. Let's pray to God. Let's pray to Him. Nobody walking around at this time. No one. No one walking around. No doors are open. I want you to raise your hands to heaven. And say this with me. Father in heaven. I want to be attractive. To the lost. Let me be salt and light. Show me what it means to be generous. Let me prepare a legacy. Me and my family. As we support the work of God. Help me to go higher in my giving. Help me to build a legacy. I commit to being a generous giver in Jesus' name. I give you praise. I give you glory. Now raise your hands to heaven and thank Him. Give Him praise. Thank you, Father. We worship you. We glorify you in the name of Jesus. Come on. Give Him praise. Give Him praise. Give Him praise. Give Him praise. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Take us higher. Take us higher to be more generous in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. Do you receive the word this morning?
Amen. Do I have a house full of generous people? Are we going to make a difference in the lives of people? Amen. Come on. I dare you. I push you to do that. Thank you for joining us during this episode of Living Life with Dr. Theo and Bev Volmerans. We hope that through this inspired teaching, you had an encounter with God. If you enjoy the teaching ministry of Apostle Theo and Dr. Bev Volmerans and would like to enjoy more resources, we hope you will visit our website at www.christianfamilychurch.co.za or for our American listeners, www.christianfamilychurchsa.com.